This is a news laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to Hafta. Angrej apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodta. Before we start, uh, check out the latest episode of Clothesline. Madhu's back with Clothesline. Yo, Madhu's in the house here too. <laughs> okay. And uh, he's very charged today. So check Thank out. Thank you. Uh, of course, I'm charged today because today it is the birthday of not just a Purush but a Mahapurush. Yo, Mr. Modi. But we'll come to that later. Uh, before we start, check out newslaundry.com. Get involved with I pay to keep news free. When the public pays, the public is served. When corporations pay, corporations are served. We're going to have a talk about corporations of conflict of interest. Where uh, Anand had a, a spat with the Kiran Mazumdar Shaw on Twitter. We'll discuss that as well. I'll quickly go over the things we'll discuss. Uh, but before that, NL Hafta is available on SoundCloud as well as on iTunes. If you're listening to this podcast on SoundCloud, you can find the iTunes link below in the description. You can subscribe to our podcast. Uh, we have Madhu, hi, Anand, hello, Manisha, hello, and Arunab. Hi. Uh, we are missing our newest member of the uh, News Laundry family, that is uh, Abhishek. Uh, he uh, something someone in his family has dengue apparently, and uh, this episode is uh, produced by Kartik Nijhavan. So quickly we'll go over the, uh, we'll try to go over all these. We'll see how many we can fit in. Uh, Robert Wadra's name dropped from no risking list. Government's decision to discontinue stamps in the ma- name of Rajiv and Indira. Reforms in Security Council in UN will India get a permanent seat. The lady astrologer who slept that Baba and was slept in return. Then the Muslim school kid in America who got arrested for making a clock. Uh, and uh, then uh, Papaji's film that has been released, which Times of India has been plugging like anything. <laughs> and uh, also the Culture Minister Mahesh Sharma and his many gaps. We'll discuss that. So what do you want to start with? Uh, I, can I can I suggest this time what we start with? On the freedom of speech issue. Can we start with that? Yeah, sure. You know, this whole fatwa thing. Uh, did anyone see the debate? There was one on NDTV. I didn't see any debates on any other channel. You know about the fatwa? Does everybody know about the fatwa? Our audience? Which one? There's this uh, film made on the Prophet Muhammad. Huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. an organization has issued a fatwa on it. Including to Rahman. Correct. And uh, Barkha had a discussion on this. So f- before we start, did anyone see the discussion? Anyone has any views on this? I didn't see the discussion. You didn't see the discussion? Did you? Well, you know, two weeks ago, hmm. two weeks ago, I had said exactly the same thing. The day Indian Express reported that uh, the fatwa has been, um, how do you say it, ordered or issued? Yeah. Issue, issue a fatwa. Issue, you issue a fatwa, yeah. Hmm. Like in duplicate, like shares, triplicate, like yeah, shares, like shares IPO, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I said this is going to be, you know, for the next couple of weeks, hmm. the, uh, the issue for debate. And this is what has happened. But I was, was quite pleased with uh, Rahman's rebuttal to it or response to the fatwa, saying that I don't, basically saying I don't care and uh, I don't need any um, mediary between me and Allah. Hmm. And what I do is, uh, you know, uh, I will pay for it or whatever right, in the eyes of, uh, you know, right. the Lord. So... It was an Iranian film. Uh, I mean, I just... I, the problem I have with that debate is that it had uh, Shazia Elmi, it had Kabir Khan, it had Kamal Farooqi, and it had someone from the Raza Academy. And the problem was that the debate became about is Rahman a pious Muslim or not? You know, everyone was saying he's such a good Muslim. He does this, he does that. He has done this in good faith. Or it was about... Isla and Zilla Khan, uh, who insisted on singing, that when we sing, and then she would start singing, this is what we mean, madam. No, we don't want to hear you sing. Anyway. The f- I, I <laughs> must take exception because I kind of like that. I mean, the whole discussion was so bizarre <laughs> that when you had, you know, this lady <laughs> suddenly yeah, burst into a song. I thought, what the heck? You know, now you have these, uh, you know, basically uh, b- bigots, I would call them, from the Raza Academy saying fatwa, fatwa, and suddenly you have a, a panelist Actually, I thought, burst into a song. I thought maybe close- somebody should run in a kathak. <laughs> but I thought she, he closed his eyes when she did that, his ears, I don't know. Maybe. But the point was that it became how he's a good Muslim or it became with Shazia saying Islam is a Muslim, uh, you know, a religion of peace and harmony. That is not the bloody point. Even if Rahman is a jerk from hell, he can still do what he wants. The sh- film shows the prophet in a good light. That is not the point about freedom of speech. Even if it shows him a terrible light, it still must be released. And the problem was every debate on freedom of speech becomes about the good intentions of doing that. Good intentions is not relevant to free speech. 
and I feel very, very strongly about this, and it just pissed me off that every debate on free speech becomes about Islam as a Muslim, uh, religion of peace, which I'm sorry, it has yet to prove, and that um, uh, the person who has done this means well. It doesn't matter if he means well. What do they mean by means well? How can it mean well if you're banning something? I think a lot of people also like Rahman's response because he's a pious, devout Muslim. So what if he wasn't a practicing yeah. Muslim? What if he was a very good composer? Exactly, and but means well means nothing. Islam. What then do you mean means well? How can a banning mean well? No, it's by itself an aggressive act. No, not banning means well. Rahman means well, so you know it's yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It it it's not a judgmental thing that you know if he means well, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Whether he means well or not, he has to say what he has to say. He has to make music for whoever he wants to. Yeah, but you know this is this is where if I may just come in, uh, <coughs> where law enters the field. You see, uh, when you say, oh well, you know he can say what he wants because he's a pious man, or he must not say something because it offends me. Everyone will have his or her own view. The point is. Our constitution was amended, and Madhu, we've had hundreds of discussions on this. You know, we, Ashutosh was there when we had this discussion. Um, the constitution said we, every citizen has a right to free speech, as, as ordained by or as written by Ambedkar. And then we had the first amendment brought in by Nehru, Pandit Nehru, under who protest. brought in this clause: right, right to dissent, right to decency, public <coughs> honour. Because he couldn't so, deal with the criticism that he was no, suddenly correct. facing when that, he was. Used to being idolized. That was the problem. So you see, the point is, we and this is the same with uh, uh, Batra going to the High Court for banning it, or Sonia Gandhi's book being banned, or Kushwan Singh saying ban uh, uh, satanic verses. Everyone has his own point of view. But if you have a law that supports this, then you can't do anything about it. You have to change the law. Yeah, you can. You can what whine can you about do? it and you can rant about it exactly. until people listen and more people understand what freedom of speech is. It's not about being pious or good. So, but Abhinandan, why doesn't the media or the everyone gets together? All you need is two thirds of the parliament, Lok Sabha, saying, "Let us remove the First Amendment." They won't do it because that's their way of. That's yeah, that's a very important tool to intimidate and and teach people lessons. So yeah. that's the answer. They, when they themselves don't do it, they come on, you know, debates. Politicians come on debate. Oh, but you know, this is fine. Uh, this is wrong. This is not the party's position, you know, and we should allow this to happen. That's rubbish. You scrape the First Amendment. Yeah, uh, Manisha, sorry, you were saying. No, I said what I had to say. Okay. That. Um, Arunav, anything on this? I think we're not going to be doing away with the First Amendment anytime soon. Not because our political parties uh, don't want it. I think, I think pretty much 90% of Indians, Canadians want it because they want to understand what freedom of speech is. And I mean, in the recent, uh, I mean, I wrote a piece about uh, people outraging over Charlie Hebdo, yeah. and uh, these are people, you know, like Meena Kandasamy, who who've taken, uh, who've said, who, who wrote on a Facebook page uh, that this is not freedom of speech, which is bizarre because somebody like her, who has had such negative, uh, who has had very highly unpopular views, but people have stood up for her, you know. So I think freedom of speech as an idea is still misunderstood by most people, and by most people, I mean people who. Uh, though he's quite smart, so I don't think we're ever going to do away with uh, the First Amendment, you know, anytime soon, or for that matter, ever. I think. But I also think, um, I mean, uh, uh, something. Uh, I think the fatwa, the I mean, who have the mullah's right to issue a fatwa is also, I suppose, a freedom of speech, which I think a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people said, you know, I read somewhere that you know there should be, you know, there should be laws, you know, which. You know where you know issuing issuing a fatwa should be an offence. I don't think so. I think issuing a fatwa is also a uh, also also a right to freedom of expression, and I think that should also stay. I mean, it, I, there's it nothing should. wrong with it. And so should every hate speech. Yeah, Good I mean, point. this is And we we also preserve our right to make fun of it. Absolutely. I mean, no. I think that right should be there. The only thing is that if it is a bounty on someone's head to kill him yeah. or bring his arms, then obviously the Indian threat. law comes in. So then, then the, the law, law comes, comes in. in. So the law is pretty clear on that. Yeah, but that's not freedom of speech. Again, people don't get that. People think it's. Saying kill this guy is freedom of speech. That is not. You are asking someone to actually. Although I know Manisha doesn't have an absolutist stance on this. We've discussed this before. Manisha, you want to respectfully disagree with us before we move on? <laughs> no. And what about cop dictates? What 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 cop cop dictates? Is it free? Is it a freedom of speech thing cops to say? Act. Cops act. Cops act. Cops don't say anything. Cops make people. Uh, cops strip women and you know. No, make but them they say, and then months. the villagers do it then. No, it's the cop no, who also do it. No, cops also comprises of villagers. Yeah, but it's a direct act. So, so if you take action act. against it, then no one will do it. It's but a direct act. I don't think it's a freedom of expression issue. Um. Anyway, so moving on, uh, you want to go into from people 
generally in india not understanding the concept of freedom of speech because you've never been allowed it so long you want to go into us not understanding conflict of interest uh, yes. anand i just witnessed since yesterday the mother of all conflict of interest which was there is this terrific piece in scroll written by dinesh s thakur who incidentally is the whistleblower who exposed um, the wrong doings in ranbaxy as a result ranbaxy had to pay or daichi had to pay uh, you know some 500 600 million dollars to fda because they were doing a lot of hanky panky so this remarkable piece in scroll who's got such few eyeballs i mean nobody's commented on this this thing but it i suppose in the last one month i haven't read a more important piece or a more scarier piece hmm. so it deals with something which are called biosimilars now biosimilars are small molecules uh, like drugs amp, uh, you know ampicillin or rifampicin or disprin except that they are proteins or peptides so they are much longer uh, much larger molecules and while in america you may make disprin and you may replicate it here there would be no difference when you have to make a biosimilar for example a monoclonal antibody like herceptin or insulin in america and you want to replicate it here you would have you would you would be growing it in a living organism like e coli or some other thing so there would be hundreds of because uh, the environment is different environment the bacteria is and the air is the different the cells are different everything so is different so you can't just replicate those findings here yes right. that is why okay. it's called biosimilar it's not 100% similar it's not bio identical for example right and so we must have uh, you know so uh, you know we, we don't have a lot of uh, cash to pay for phase trials clinical trials so what indian government generally agrees is that if a drug is okayed in america we also can have it more often than not but in the case of biosimilars we must have our own clinical trials because of the you know the differences in the in the growth patterns and hundreds of the other air, variables the environment, that can go wrong the bacteria yes. correct so the government of uh, under up and that is that is uh, the norm scientifically that, that biosimilars should be yes. locally tested absolutely right. they must have because you know each of us uh, indians we are different genetically we will react differently to different organisms or you know the the growing chambers if i can call it that so in 2012 the upa constituted under dbt uh, a committee to draft guidelines for biosimilars right and guess who was in the drafting committee biocon roche reliance all these biopharma companies reliance life sciences and hundreds of others tens of others renbaxi uh, renbaxi so uh, they're all i'm not very sure whether renbaxi was in i would have to check but i i did the other, other thing the yeah. others are there others are there who have a direct stake in synthesizing and selling biosimilars are drafting our guidelines and when you pointed this out on twitter when i pointed this out on twitter uh, 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 you know giran mazumdar shaw who is the chairperson of biocon she said i was wholly ignorant person and this is a ms but you are you ignorant you're only a scientist yeah and i'm i'm it's, not it's not uh, like the ceo I, of a company I, as I, i i replied back to her i plead guilty on that because i don't have an honorary doctorate uh, <laughs> like, but, dr. Vijay Mali, like dr vijay malya like dr vijay malya and dr kiran mazumdar shaw uh but and you know she just went ballistic saying that you have absolutely no idea you're totally ignorant i don't need to but the key thing this. was you tweeted to her do you think this is conflict of interest or not actually i didn't tweet to her at all oh, because I, i know most of these controversies happen when you tweet to someone so i i tweeted as in not to anyone just to express my outrage and she hung on to it and then she replied back you know um so as the of the phrase goes she came on to my timeline no i forgot that the question awful. about conflict of interest that yeah so i said look just ignoring her rants i just just tell me is it or is it not a conflict of interest and she's silent on that and she says well you know yeah this is you are ignoring the affordability to the people the people will, will be helped address the conflict so i said the logic is if for example we need affordable uh, you know petroleum products would we have uh, mukesh ambani drafting the guidelines government guidelines now, on petroleum exactly products? now that the fact that she doesn't even get conflict of interest and this is historic this is scary, actually, even in the ups time they'd have you know people from monsanto advising indian on agriculture on you know what our policy should be conflict under samajh hi nahi aata hamari desh mein kisi ko aur agar aap kisi ko dikha do to aap aisi galiyan padti hain madhu no i think they do understand conflict of interest they just don't care okay, okay. You know, which is i think that which is just, actually scarier i think they <laughs> just think they'll go under the bar and nobody will notice and that's what the anger was that you were subjected to was because why did you notice we want to just go quietly and do this stuff so i don't think any of the people who who violate the conflict of interest deal whether it's in the courts 
are ignorant of it. You know, judges, children, ye, wo, all that goes on. They're not ignorant of it. They find reasons and excuses and either or say, justify it. Well, Kiran Madhavindar Shah earlier also had tweeted something when the whole land acquisition bill was happening. Yeah, yeah. She, she equated farmers to squatters. Right. I marginal remember. farmers to squatters so yeah she's i don't i don't expect much nuance from her but you know anything. what i find a little amazing and worrying is that see the uh, narrative you know whether it's discussion in pop culture is made in tv studios whatever we may say online ka power hai theek hai power hai influence kar sakte hain it's made. the commentators that we see there people like you know mazumdar shaw uh, and many others you know i don't want to name all of them it's a very long list they are actually setting what is intelligent debate in this country and how much of it is intelligent we all we've all seen it is ridiculous uh, and and th i think that is the biggest area of concern not uh, so much what politicians say or do because the demand for you know policy has to be created from the popular culture narrative absolutely and, and if popular culture narrative is being framed by people who don't understand such basic things yes. what can we expect but you know let me add to this it was very fascinating to read a lot of responses as well in addition to dr shaw's which is that people well you know all she uh, you know how else would you formulate policies you have to get experts so you know and this is so scary because you know what they what they're trying to say is that government of india or scientists in india or scientists who are working in government institutes are not expert enough to formulate policies we need pharma company people like dr shaw and you know all the reliance people to come and formulate policy i'm sorry in my institute where i worked we have uh, a doctor who is single handedly responsible for creating more than 10 biosimilars okay he is the person responsible for uh, the millions of dengue detection kits that are being sold right now in india dengue ns1 kit he is not in that committee Right. So you know, this, this he's is not, yeah, he's not it is complete hogwash to say that we don't have enough experts. I'm sorry. And as Dinesh Thakur actually responded to you know the barb that you know this we, you are uh, you know told me and uh, Dinesh Thakur you are MNC stooges. He said, well, this is the typical response. You know, you're saying that we don't have experts. I'm sorry, we have all the experts, but this is collusion. Everything is MNC stooge. Now this this MNC stooge, you're a stooge of so and so. That's one most convenient uh, debate. And the second is you are anti-national. Like uh, I just like to point out on Katju. I'm not that I think Katju is always saying But very sensible things. But can I just uh, just yeah. say ten seconds and say Abhinandan, this this is anti-national. When you have corporates setting up your policies for the nation, for the nation, and it doesn't matter if the previous government has done it. What has this government done to remove those things? I mean, is is this matter going to be discussed in the parliament? Is Dr. Harshvardhan, who is the science technology minister, is going to take note of it? No response. If this is not anti-national, I don't know what else is. uh also um you know this one said something what's his name uh, mr katju you know he ranted about subhash chandra bose and all i don't know what all he called subhash chandra bose rajishri hasn't no. he's on indefinite fast by the <laughs> way for the last two days but on but uh, this one's uh, you know subhash chandra bose's grand nephew or grandchildren said what you've just said is anti national and the people of india will teach you lesson yeah he has a different view of history it may be very offensive it may be idiotic it may be anything but it's not anti everything is not anti national you pata nahi word can you just explain one thing since you say it is anti national i think we need to explain to the listeners how will it affect the common man when uh, pharma companies are formulating the policy which means they're going to give cheaper drugs which is more economical for them to produce sell them at higher prices and not put the right ingredients in am i right uh that is just part of the story so obviously the prices will come down when you start making biosimilars here what i am concerned with is the policy guidelines of the safety safety of biosimilars the testing of biosimilars that those policies should never be dictated by the pharma companies because we know they work on margins you know help it or not you have to i mean th this is classic crony capitalism i don't mind capitalism you have regulators who would regulate what is right and what is wrong but you cannot have a pharma company dictating okay we can we can you know uh, do without this phase clinical trial because you know it's already been tested there i'm sorry for a small drug it's fine but for biosimilar so yes madhu it will bring down the prices Uh, like a vaccine, for example, but they could be vaccine. dangerous drugs. You have to. We don't know. You have to have hundreds you know, of. You, I mean, your policies have to be conditioned on our environment, our genetic environment, our clinical phase testing. Everything has to be done here. So, in that sense, if you don't do it, 
it uh, puts the public at and, risk i mean anti national was a very i mean i just said it in you know to kind of connect it to that no it's but then it is if it puts people yeah, in danger it puts puts people Okay, uh, let's move on to the stamps issue. Um, uh, Aruna, why don't you start on this? Uh, what do you think of this entire debate? In fact, all prime time channel, all, all channels yesterday were doing the debate on on stamps on Rajiv Gandhi and Indira Gandhi being discontinued. Uh, what is your view? Do you think it's okay to discontinue them? Do you think it's a debate worth prime time? His generation will say, "Who uses stamps anyway?" That's true. Yeah. That's what what his generation. Even uh, Barkha was saying that. Yeah, who uses stamps anyway? No, but Barkha yeah. is his generation, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Huh. No, she's not. <laughs> no. She's older than him. Huh. So, what do you think? I don't. I, what I'll be interested in seeing is how far back they go. I mean, they haven't touched uh, uh, Nehru as of now. Yeah. So Nehru is part of the. Yeah, because if Nehru goes, then I, mean, I don't know how many things they have to rename because. Uh, uh, I mean, all I think around 20, 25 uh, stadiums are named after Nehru, mm. and. Uh, I, I mean, I, I really don't think it. I mean, <coughs> really matters. Was it I mean, prime time debate material. No, definitely not. Definitely not. And stamps, for God's sake. I mean, what concerns no, me most is how much time this government is spending on completely useless things. Although, you know, Madhu, I kind of disagree with that. I'll just come to that. Just well, the logic is that nobody else would be glorified apart from the leaders who fought for the freedom struggle. So yeah, it makes sense. Fine. I mean, I don't see, I don't see anything wrong with it really. I mean, I don't see anything wrong. In I it, mean, actually. yeah, Rajiv and Indra. I don't know. Maybe I mean, hundred I mean, years I, I, from now. I don't now. think anything. I mean, I don't think Rajiv and Indra <laughs> were the best prime ministers we've had by a long distance. So, I mean, I, there is always, there's already a disproportionate number of things named after them. Yeah. So, I don't think anything wrong at all. Can I just say, finally, you know, the Congress psycho fans would know which side of the stamp to lick on. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I mean, uh, it's a completely needless and stupid silly thing to be discussing uh, you know yesterday all and you're right uh, you know every single channel ev every single channel was discussing it and um, you know they were talking about uh, some uh, different kinds of stamps yeah. as well i can't even there remember two, yeah, this is why i like newspapers like if you get most of the exactly. news from newspapers you never get to know of all this crap that's happening like it wasn't a big news for me because I didn't watch TV last or night, and I got all the my page and you know ignore it. And the front pages didn't talk about no, it. No, uh, basically <laughs> the two kinds. One is I forget the term for it, but yeah, one yeah. which are generally used when we celebrate. Another is the which we commemorate people. Com with, commemorative, commemorative stamp stamps, and the other, and the other are for ordinary yeah. use. And the commemorative ones aren't, you know, the normals which are in ordinary use. So Ambedkar, Shambedkar ko commemorate karke bola thank you. But the ones that are sold in post boxes, post offices are the uh, Gandhi stamps. And so naming of buildings. Um, it happens all over the world. I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that it happens all over the world. For example, New Naresh went, uh, did his surgical residencies in New York University Medical Center. Now, it remained New York University Medical Center until he started private practice, in, fa in fact, over there. And for many years after that, it continued. Now, every time we go to New York, New York University Medical Center is named by some new person. Named of, by, uh, on. on on some new person. So it might be so-and-so so Adler, it might be Lee Horowitz Medical Center. Every year the name changes, depending on who's donated that year. Oh, yes, but because see, the hospitals are in financial <laughs> trouble. That's pure capitalism. Yeah. That still makes so sense. That's still makes sense. Hospitals are all in financial trouble. So whoever donates for that year gets their, the so building. Dana. The whole hospital is named after that name. But but on this I'd just like to say A on this I think the BJP is right. There has been a complete white glorification of Nehru Gandhi's at the cost of others. You ask any school yes. kids who's Deen Dayal Upadhyay, they will not know. You know, they, they will not know many things about other people who were around. Although I do feel that when they glorify Savarkar the way they do, uh, it is selective because if you would read Savarkar's writings, uh, you would be alarmed at his the hatred towards uh, Muslims. But anyway, but yes, the Nehru Gandhi are guilty of that. If two stamps are removed, they're removed, fine. I think it's just as well. But my problem with this was that who made this a big issue? The channels made a big issue. Na? You had your primetime band. You could have discussed the land bill. You could have discussed this entire issue that uh, Anand is talking about. Should this policy be drafted by Biocon companies? What have they said? What are the recommendations? This is, that's just too smart for TV. Okay. I think they've got no, trivia no, bias. No, no, the thing is... They're biased the, on trivia. No, this, so is, what, this, is, this is what NDTV said. 
are they waste you know are they making a big deal about other things are they are they creating a big issues on these petty things while ignoring bigger issues then why they are you doing it issue? you you have made <laughs> they've done 10 things they've put a land bill they've put this uh, biotech whatever bill it is they've done so many things you made this a big issue and then you're saying they are making it yeah. i think they will do this they will rename roads let them rename roads let they will rename cancel stamps let them cancel stamps you you know prime time decides what is the public narrative not not the government so i just thought that was a bit bizarre <coughs> and coming to that entire what i said about uh, savarkar i i remember reading a book on him where he said about independence you know uh, if you're with us you know with you otherwise in spite of you he was talking about the muslims in india and uh, our culture minister who's just the king of gaffs uh, recently said despite being a muslim you know apj abdul kalam was a great nationalist so that he actually said that yes it was reported i missed that because despite I, being though is a bane of this government that is amazing <laughs> basically it was uh, that is shocking I, actually i'll like, just how... i'll just tell you where this is from um, but before that you can just move on to the next issue i'll just pull that out um i want to speak the next issue asha go ahead on Manisha. this um, uh, speaking of prime time deciding things and online versus whatever uh there was this really nice piece that appeared in the lady's finger it's a it's a, a webzine which uh, it's a sort of a niche webzine that focuses primarily on women's issues so they put out this story about these women journalists in banda up who work for this newspaper called khabar lehria khabar lehria is uh, probably the only newspaper in india which is completely run by women in the distribution marketing editing reporting everything so there was this man who had been stalking harassing these women he'd call them up so you should read the piece it's called uh, the policeman said why don't you tell me what galis he whispers in your ear it's on the lady's finger so she this woman was harassed for about 6 months and she would keep getting calls from this guy and, and the whole scary. office was getting calls yeah the whole office, the whole office and she they, knew... they couldn't switch off their if they switched off their phones they couldn't make calls the second they switched on the phone this guy was harassing them now when they complained the to the police guy says just change your sim fun. card yeah, how many or, times are you going to change your sim card on and they just wanted to have fun at the expense of their story now when the story came out a lot of people retweeted it and people tagged akhilesh uh, and the up government handle and within uh, half a day they got the police to work to act on this they nabbed the guy after 6 months of suffering this talking uh, you know they this was brought to their attention and they nabbed the guy and uh, hopefully he is the guy who believe caught him So I think it's great I mean uh, the kind of impact you can make despite being this really small organization despite being media. an online body yeah. I'll just despite. tell you this is from uh, I quote from the wire uh, despite being a muslim APJ Abdul Kalam was a great nationalist and humanist with these shocking words utterly uttered casually at the end of an interview to a television channel a few days ago union minister of culture Mahesh Sharma has not only insulted all indian muslims but also the former president of india this whole despite actually i'm quite comfortable with people being politically incorrect because then they expose themselves yeah. and we should see that i'm very uncomfortable with a hypocrite like if the same man uh, didn't say it <clears throat> and kept praising abdul kalam and in his personal life didn't hire a muslim <clears throat> did all kinds of things and now we stand warned what he stands yeah, for yeah so it's good that we know of all these politically incorrect people who say things against women keep cut away baal hai or ye why did she wear those clothes why was she out late at night you know all that nonsense and people and all the other racist and you know anti religious particular community statements good we know why should we criticize him bolne jo hai so hai we should know theek hai ji um now and this guy when he uh, i think to barkha's interview he said no that i want to root out all whatever yeah but i think we discussed this last week went to oxford but i somehow i missed this stupidity by or in fact not just stupidity disgraceful comment by he has no reason to be a culture minister anymore yeah um, in fact you had tweeted a while ago you were really annoyed with something else what he said yeah, about I mean, culture pollution like, i'll remove huh, all the culture, pollu- western yeah. western pollution Band from shirt or yeah. <coughs> correct now But this is what i mean that their mind space is occupied the, with the most ridiculous things look at what's happening in the city it's an epidemic it's a tragedy everything is happening that's wrong and kids are suffering and every families are going berserk there are no beds there are two people lying on a bed on a hospital and two underneath and there's one on a dari on the side there are five people to a bed and what are they talking about this silly stuff about you know their mind space is occupied with completely trivia 
the trivial the, things the dengue debate you know that's been on uh, every yeah, i know uh, choked that day in the debate uh, the dengue debate uh, i mean it seemed like he was almost about to break down who oh, i know really i didn't see this yeah i'm not sure but it seemed like i mean his voice was quivering yeah. and uh, it almost seemed like when the child choking. died when the child died yeah <coughs> well possible uh, he's obviously an emotional guy but um i mean i don't know whether it was cameras or not but uh, i mean i saw really really uh, you know lump in the throat inducing story uh, on ndtv about that uh, 11 year old girl who carried her 8 year old brother um i don't know how many kilometers or maybe 5 year old brother 8 8 kilometers to get him treated because in the village she is there's no no medical treatment and so she actually carried a child that young i just thought that was and they showed the girl sitting with her brother i thought that was a real uh, potential tear jerker but coming to the dengue debate you know i just uh, find it's a very important uh, point for prime time and i'm i'm glad prime time is giving it the kind of attention because that has you know jolted everyone out of it they were made you know bjp and aap were made to say to each other okay we will not do politics although they were still trying slimily to do and we'll work together to make sure we can find a solution to this <coughs> however another child died and his father was being interviewed and this was on uh, newsx Uh, no sorry this is on uh, times now either times now or newsx i should actually check and the reporter was asking him ki kya hua he said i took him to a small hospital they admitted him you know they tried to work on him they said he can't be saved here take him to a bigger hospital and i took him to a bigger hospital then you know because you have to create outrage and you have to say hospitals are responsible he says don't you think had the hospital said that he can't be done treated here had they sent you to a bigger hospital he could have been saved they wasted your time by admitting him 3 days ago that very channel was saying how can you turn away a patient who's has dengue so if the hospital turns him away then there's a problem the hospital didn't turn him away the reporter was trying to extract from the parent that they should have said no we can't treat him here take him away so i just think you you i mean you have to want to outrage about something it's just it was ridiculous the two things are completely opposite i mean there is one thing i would like i mean is health a state subject in delhi as well i mean I, i'm not very sure so in other states it is a state subject in it delhi is, yeah but mcd that is some of the government hospitals come under the delhi state government but aims i think comes under the center that's that doesn't come under the, the state government but mcd which is you know supposed to be doing the making sure no water that is you know with bjp so delhi is just such a you know but does that happen in other states as well for example you may find in bangalore uh you have the health being a state subject but the bangalore municipal corporation uh, if let's say the congress is at yeah, uh, in yeah, power yeah because it depends uh, it on who wins be. the elections because okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. So somehow also, this BMC. has to be because you know what immediately happens is blame game mm. you know if uh, let's say oh half the hospitals are you know under let's say quote and quote bjp half are under aap half are under congress i think that's ridiculous and i think the the health care is the biggest scandal in this country and uh, to see in the heart of uh, uh, you know the capital people suffering like this as madhu was saying two on the same bed two under the bed it's true and yeah aditya call went and he's been you know yeah uh, times now yesterday times now is taking showing this thing and i i just cannot understand and i i was actually quite pleased that aap had increased the budget health budget mm-hmm. by uh, i think 200% or 300% or something we should uh, you know start seeing the results of that it's been it's been time you know you should uh, Madhu, anything else on That's this? That's it. Okay, before I move on, just quickly want to relate a personal anecdote. I got dengue in '99 or 2000, and I hemorrhaged. And I Madhu remember coming to see you in the hospital. And Doctor Narayan Strehan saved my life. Really? So therefore, I owe them my life. <laughs> so I don't remember no. that. What part. was he thinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was he thinking? What he got platelets for you? I remember. No, I I used to get four platelets. My uh, platelet count was down to 22,000, and it was like about to breach 20. And they said if it breaches 20, then it's you know. and i i just have you know on a lighter note i know it's a very serious issue mothers should not be allowed because you know i didn't know how bad my situation was i had hemorrhaged i knew my nose started bleeding and it wouldn't stop so there was like blood coming out of here there and it wasn't stopping it you know so they had to like plug the blood but i thought theek hai ho gaya garmi mein mujhe waise hi you know meri nakseer phootti thi because i used to have a lot of meat but uh, you know so i wasn't that alarmed until uh, you know i saw my mother crying after her she spoke to the doctor and then i saw crying i said shit now what's happened then i saw madhu walking in dr trehan and he had been just dragged out of some surgery and he still had his thing around him and i was in a hospital in hoskas and he was an escort so i said madhu has come from friends colony to here and her mother's crying 
shit, what's happening? So that is when I panicked. So I'm just saying that, you know, mother I had come, no, I didn't come because I knew you were bleeding. I just come as routine that the guy is really sick. Because someone told you that him. I'm, yeah. yeah. That, but yeah, anyway, so that, that was there, that. there is another aspect to the dengue thing, you know, I think. But we, wait. I, I insist that you never say that, that the mother should not be allowed. Okay, sorry. Mothers always in hospitals are the ones you need somebody there to fight for the patient. Always. Yeah, but if they start crying, you know, even the guy's not panicking. No, then like he's seeing the mother, he'll panic. He'll no, like, no, no, no. But it's good because the, okay. when the mother's crying, the doctors react. Okay. It's all good. Mothers are always good for a hospital. Okay. <laughs> 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 was saying. I'm very pro mother. Yeah, me too, man. I honestly am. But they just make you panic sometimes. Like. And panic is good because then okay. people take action. Okay. Good. <laughs> Sorry, Anand, you were saying? Yeah, no, I was just uh, adding to it that, you know, a couple of years ago, I wrote a piece on dengue. Hmm. And I think this platelet thing, and I, I you know, I, I researched yeah, I a little that. bit about, you know, in India... That was the first time I spoke to you. Yes, that's right. Correct, yes. Um, so in India, we see, uh, you know, 30,000 platelet count is considered critical. 20,000 is like critical platelet transfusion. Shuru kar do. And each transfusion costs about upwards of 20,000. And you have give four packets, four units, it's like 80,000. So uh, the WH guide, WHO guidelines say that under 10,000 is the time when you give platelet uh, transfusion. And they did a survey of all the doctors, you know, very, it was published in a peer-reviewed journal, and they found out that zero uh, number of UK doctors said they would give transfusion if the patient isn't bleeding yet. In Asian doctors, it was 75. So you can imagine, you know, I think, I don't know, I'm, I'm not going to term it as a, a scam, because there is also the other problem and that Madhu highlighted, which is that, you know, in, in America, you can say, oh, okay, the platelet count is 5,000. This guy needs a transfusion. In five minutes, you can arrange it. Yeah, here it takes In forever. India, you know, it would probably take uh, three hours, four hours you to hunt around. So maybe the doctors are overcautious. So I, I'm not going to categorize, categorize it as a scam, but the situation must improve because the patients will simply go bankrupt. You know, if you start giving platelet transfusions, if the platelet But if you hemorrhage, I mean, like I had hemorrhage, then yes. you, you, you yeah. got to get those. Your but case, but as always, yeah. was special. <laughs> <laughs> I like that line. <laughs> okay, uh, now, uh, just want to... Sorry, before I move on, I just wanted to make a quick... I wasn't here for last hafta, so I heard it. And, you know, you guys discussed, you know, someone had been attacked and trolling online. You know, I think there was some girl who had said something and then she got this abuse... Um, about Sanat some film Singh. star. I, yeah, I forget the Shunak names. Shunak yes, yes, I forget yes. the names involved, Masala but actually that's, that's not what it's about. Shunakshi Sinha got, and also this other Masala one. Bai, no, the course. other actress, Sonam, Sonam Kapoor. Kapoor. Sonam. Sonam Kapoor got because she used the word misogynist. Uh, huh. No, but this wasn't about that. That, of course, she was made a big boo-boo. Uh, my this thing was the equivalence that was drawn, and it often is, uh, actually, me and Anand have had a disagreement on that in the past, that because someone had in the past used, you know, a bad word or argued with someone. Not that one. It again. is that no last night. So I just quickly want to say sure. that I just think that is not the same. I think the same is like you know I may have got aggressive with someone or argued with someone in the past, but that's not the same. Suppose I've got into a scrap in the past because you know two people. That's not the same as 500 people coming together and beating on someone like a mob. Yeah. It is so because you have been aggressive in the past with someone because there's a one-to-one -one disagreement. Because there's a particular kind of person who will stand up for himself and have an argument. But there's another kind of person who will see that someone's getting bashed up, let he me join the party and 500. There's a lynch mob. That distinction is huge. And it is not the same because you've been aggressive in the past. That is an equivalence that I just thought was made in the last... But that was about hypocrisy. But it was slightly different. This case was, was slightly, slightly different. It was about a journalist passing this, this was comments. Not, yeah. Physical, on a so somebody physical wants appearance. Sonakshi and then she was doing probably in, a, probably in a less crude fashion, but she was doing exactly the same. I'm talking about that being attacked as a mob. No, it wasn't you can't about, complain. No, no, it wasn't about bad language. It was about, like, say, today I say that it's wrong of anybody to sell platelets on the road. I tweet it, hmm. okay? Hmm. And then I write an article the next week saying we must organize sales of platelets on the road sure that's what she did she first made fun of her for her weight for her body for no, her no, that face. i agree that All i right? got and then she writes an article saying that you should not we are exposing these we thought exposing we'll expose fat people uh, who are uh, what calling is it out fat uh, what is fat it? Is abuse fat shamers fat shamers and so that's that 
she i think you can't uh, no no but that's a, but that. that's a if different issue yeah you can't switch sides suddenly just because the huffington post told you to write a story on that <laughs> no <laughs> i she thinks I, I, people I, have no, forgotten i agree with no, that i, I agree with never that never on twitter nobody forgets so watch it i but completely let agree let me also tell you on a very lighter side that you know you, you know spartans 300 log bhid gaye the hazaron se and you also say ki you know bhakton ki bhatti mein aapko wo hua hai accept the challenge no no one does but yeah of course let's move on so now the on the frisking no frisking thing oh good vadra like no one's going to frisk him my what's that body for baby then but but no but like why did the bjp take so long i didn't understand this whole controversy ki until he had actually in fairness to him which i don't like to be <laughs> but in fairness uh, to him uh, he had asked and priyanka had asked for that frisking thing to be removed when uh, after uh, the bjp came to power yeah huh. after the bjp so came not, to power not not in 2004 no uh, exactly but they are a they do have face a security risk priyanka does what is does. the logic for this that you can that you can frisk robert see Hunter? i'll tell you what the, the logic is the logic is not that you trust them enough so they can go that's not it it is that if that you can't carry land in your pocket wo the land hi le jaunga na bomb bomb ya gun thodi na and kyu ye and ki khai it's actually for their security because if you are a security risk if you stand in line uh waiting for your turn to be more security risk people are whisked in and out of places so they don't stand on the road they like for example when an, the american president arrives at the united nations at no visible point when he moves from his car to the through the portico to the gate can you see him and there is a guy with a with a bulletproof raincoat that there should never be a second bullet always next to him so the idea of giving them security clearance in the sense that they don't have to be frisked is because they'll have to stand in line at which point when they stand in line they would then be open to attack so do you feel that i mean the security people who decide or the people who decide what the kind of security should be uh, should get i mean their opinion should get precedence over this that yeah. you know their view Frankly, i think that i don't care <laughs> no but i mean honestly generally not about vadra but i think in generally no what i'm trying to say is because you know Look, I then say, in which case means, then you know people means, if it means like people like ashwini kumar the one who owns minna who owns sita uh, punjab kesri all right he has the highest security in the land he has lost every male member of his family older than him his father his brothers his uncle and he continued to publish anti militant against khalistan in in punjab yes i would agree that he should not be fixed and he should go in including his son because he's had every fa- family now if you look at rahul wadra uh, robert wadra he's lost his mad a uh, grandmother in law his father in law uh and there and there's a big risk on that entire family and there is so. a risk on the entire family so i would think that it won't kill us if this guy goes through theek hai sanuki but he hasn't lost his reputation that is intact yeah right did he have one okay i just want to point out with this reza uh, you reza know band reza academy band had ghalib been alive today he could not have written the following True. lines अर्ज किया इरशाद हाँ जी मुकर्र पहले बोलने तो कोई बात नहीं हम पहले ही बोल रहे हैं जस्ट आई मीन सी ऑल फेकिंग दिस मूड इट्स इट्स वन ऑफ माय फेवरेट गजल्स एंड आई एम जस्ट थिंकिंग कैन यू इमेजिन हैड गाली ब्रिटन दिस टुडे बिकॉज़ इट अटैक्स काबा या इट सेज खुदा के वास्ते परदाना काबे से उठा जालिम खुदा के वास्ते परदाना काबे से उठा जालिम कहीं ऐसा न हो या भी वही काफिर सनम निकले वाओ हजारों ख्वाहिशें ऐसी कि हर ख्वाहिश पे दम निकले नाउ इन दिस व्हाट ही इज सेइंग इज इफ यू यू नो फॉर दोस ऑफ यू डोंट अंडरस्टैंड उर्दू इफ यू लिफ्ट प्लीज यू नो डोंट लिफ्ट द पर्दा फ्रॉम काबा बिकॉज आई मे फाइंड माय यू नो काफिर सनम देयर नाउ दैट काफिर सनम कुड बी हिज लवर इट कुड बी यू नो समवन कुड से ही इज टॉकिंग अबाउट गॉड सो ही इज अ गुड पर्सन लेट हिम से दैट बट कैन यू इमेजिन राइटिंग दैट टुडे Hello, check Reza Academy. Hello, check one, two, three. <laughs> Abhinandan's phone number is. No, no, but Mirza Ghalib, host me. I'm just saying. No, but so. it is so true. It is so true. You know, I mean, you, and this is what escapes from a society without you realizing it. You know that uh, what people are doing. No, um, we have been historically, and even in in politics, a rather irreverent lot. 
when uh, our parliament first started, if you read what happened in, in the early days, nobody treated anyone with kid gloves. Um, you know, Nehru had to face all kinds of criticism and whatever, but it was not abusive and it was not chair-throwing, but it was very aggressive and personal, and personal to the degree of not abusive. Although, although I do think culturally we are a little sensitive lot. I mean, we've had such, you know, people who have spoken, but by and large, I think everyone has to know his place. Apni but then what do you ho. expect when you have Kushwan Singh recommending a ban on... Uh, I think he was just jealous that uh, you know, he has I a mean, better writer than I me. I haven't seen a bigger travesty than that. But so a many fellow writer, yeah. an atheist, saying this. Okay, quickly moving on to the next one. Uh, if we could just give three minutes or five minutes to this, the lady astrologer who slapped that guy on IBN 7 and IBN 7 milked it like shamelessly. Okay, so shall we. So, but we are, but we are doing the fun when clothesline, but which is up. But anyone, Arunab, you tell me, did you see that? Fantastic. I wrote a piece about it, so I did see it. You wrote a piece about that. <coughs> what did the piece say? Tell us. And the piece. I think Sarah, you're not you like those guys who review books without reading them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was too many movies clip, no? without so, seeing them. Yeah, not that difficult to go through it. <laughs> I thought it was classic Indian television, you know. I very compelling Indian television, just not news, you know. I mean, uh, and uh, I wrote a piece, and I think so. I'm sure this guy's gonna get many more TV appearances now, and. Uh, or, or uh, this thing for Big Boss, you know. Yeah, Big Boss, since uh, Mia Khalifa has uh, refused yeah, to come. Yeah, basically, and she tweeted that I'm not coming. And not I to India for sure, I, mean, I totally India. understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Is there a chance of that being scripted though, or staged? Like, did you guys think that it's possible? To get possibly? attention, possibly? The slapping an IBN yeah. Or do you think it was spontaneous? No, it didn't look like that. If you want to go, you go run. No, I think it was spontaneous. I think it was spontaneous because it was like so... I think they'd love to do it. The risk is too high because if it gets out there, it's staged. Actually, you know, no, even then your credibility won't In go. India, actually. you don't need to stage it. The other <laughs> countries, the, we're full of these kind of things. Well, leave, let that nature take its course. But you know, we've always really been, mad. in fact, in news laundering crews, we've always been lamenting that uh, Pakistani channels do this, hmm. ours don't. I know. So now now we have bro here. broken that barrier. We've beaten Pakistan in this also. Balle, oi, balle. Okay, it happened in English channel also sometime soon, I guess. I just want to mention real time with Bill Maher. He had this week on his panel Alexander Pelosi, Alexandra Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's uh, daughter, Wendell Pierce, Salman Rushdie, and Linda Chavez. Uh, now, this is what Salman Rushdie said. Uh, just hear this. And I just thought it was so appropriate. And I wish everyone could hear this. So, since everyone can't. No, if I may use a small area of expertise with religious bigotry. What do you know? What do you know about that? Yeah, you know, I mean, allow me to fake a little knowledge on the subject. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that, that is a classic trope of the religious bigot is while they are denying people their rights, they claim that their rights are being denied. Right. While they are persecuting yeah. people, they claim to be persecuted. Oh. While they are behaving colossally offensively, they claim to be the offended party and it's it's an upside down world well i mean but especially especially christians i mean the whole thing is based on a persecution complex so when they say things like they're criminalizing christianity really you're 70 percent of the population. but everybody does this everybody does this in india right now the 85 percent hindu majority right its leaders are saying hinduism is under threat you know, well, uh, in the Islamic world, the, the paranoia is routine. The world is, is anti-Muslim. And so this is just a trope that they're stealing from but, other bigots. But, but, <laughs> but I, I, I got to say... Yeah, so that is what he says. What do you think, Madhu? It's his point of view. I don't think it's terribly controversial. Hmm. Um, I think the issue of being under threat is your own insecurity and your own political sort of drumming up a point of view to, to further your political ends. I, I don't think it has, um, I, I'm not saying that you, it's impossible to be under threat. There have been communities that have been under threat and have been wiped out, or there's been attempt to wipe them off the face of this earth. That has happened. But then, I don't know, I mean, there's a non-comment situation. Anyone? It's nice to know, though, that we're not the only paranoid civilization and there are other countries with just equally paranoid, paranoid majority. Yes, I feel happy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think just... <coughs> yeah, I don't think... I, 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 yeah, I mean, not really. I don't have much to say. 
I think it's it's probably generalizing to the uh, to the extreme. Uh, let's also remember that this paranoia of let's say uh, the Hindu right wing. Uh, it's in many ways, uh, you know, if I can draw um, similarity between uh, you know a nuclear explosion. You know, you have an implosion and then you have an explosion. So you can so you know what you hear around you is an implosion of ideas of paranoia and then you try and explode it. So I, I think we we are a very culturally diverse and tolerant society. But the news media, a lot of people, uh, uh, you know, try and magnify the, the the scare element of it, and that kind of you know then leads to something or the other. But I, I don't. I think he's he's generalized. It. What do you mean by we as society? You mean Indian society or uh, Indian society? I, are I, don't, tolerant I don't think of, we're, we're very tolerant. I think it's in I, the I, sense I we're not about, we're no, not no, going no. to say that oh my God Muslims are doing this Muslims are doing that. I mean it's not you know. So it's not what you no, hear is not just about increasingly not, not just about that. Muslims in general. You know when when we have behavior is not what is supposed. To be considered, we're supposed uh, supposed to be normal. You know, it's not about physical violence always. So I don't think we're we're as tolerant as you know. I mean, people make it out to be because the moment you don't do something the way it's supposed to be done, and people don't approve of it, and it's it's. I mean, and the paranoia in the right wing is is, is increasing, and it, it's. I mean, we all thought. I mean, initially I thought when you know people went nuts uh, in May last year that nothing would happen, but things have definitely happened. You know, I mean, look at Mangalore. You know, four incidents. You know, four, well, three incidents in in a span of two months, and I mean that's serious. Um, so I don't think, I think that tolerance is a little... And now that Sanatan Sanstha guy has been arrested for the murder of... Uh, yeah, for Dabolkar. But you know, in 2013, they had arrested Sanatan Sanstha Sanatan Sanstha guy for the... Them for they had arrested a Sanatan Sanstha guy for the murder of Dabolkar, but they had to let him off next day. I mean, of course, you know, you have these... Uh, intolerance, I think, like, in... in you know, it's... I will tend to agree with Arunab, not just in case of religion, India is not a very tolerant society, no, that, you know, if you're a particular caste and you step out of line, or even today, a very rich, well-to-do, educated families, you know, the Ivy League and Oxford-educated politicians who are from some royal family, they will only marry a royal. No, not only that, Devi, she wrote in her book that when she became a widow, she was walking towards the temple on their premises, as she normally did in the morning. After she became a widow, the pandit shouted at her because her shadow fell on him wow. and said that you can't come here anymore. <laughs> yeah, matter I'm of sorry, I was just talking of religious intolerance, not, I mean, the whole, of course, I know. Let us also remember, I mean, if, if we were to kind of say that amongst the intolerant people, BJP people, you know, who vote for the BJP are the most intolerant ones. That's not true. Then, no, I'm I just saying... Say, I didn't say that. I didn't no, no, say that. I'm not saying no, you said no, that. No. I'm saying I'm just uh, ratcheting up a theory. Then... 31% of the population or the voters voted for BJP, the other 70, uh, whatever, 70 odd percent did not. And in the previous election, even less. So I think generally, when it comes to religious tolerance, I would say that we are not down in the dumps. When it comes to, of course, you know, when you talk of tolerance of, uh, you know, apart from religious caste and all sorts of uh, practices, then yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's a terrible situation. TK, before we wind up, anyone else wants to just point out some extraordinary things that they read or saw uh, well, on I television? Mean, the, we used to have this obligatory five minutes of up, but you know, we're not because they're not in the news they're as much now. But oh, I'm no, no. Dude, one sec, sorry. I'm glad you brought this up. Sorry, Anand, to cut in. I saw a report yesterday on uh, Dawn. Uh, this so is exactly what I was Dawn going to say. Bala it was such a poignant thing. <laughs> if you see, no, if you see <laughs> the dogs. Poignant. If you see the dogs. Are you being serious? Are you taking the piss? I'm absolutely serious. You look at Dawn's face. I'm, you know, I'm not... Okay, <laughs> our audience who doesn't know, Dawn is Somnath Bharti's dog, who was the murder weapon, apparently. And the wife says she made her, he, he made her bite him. And he was made sitting there quietly. It's a lab. I mean, it was... What a report, man. It was like, what the... So the last two days we've been the having this... The report is anything's possible in India. Don't, you don't have to cook up stories. The real ones are... This was on Times now. And he, oh my God, what, what a report it was. And Sumnath so Bharti said that police Dawn ko pakad hi nahi rahi hai. So immediately, you know that Dawn ko pakad na mushkil hai. Na mushkil hai. Bara mulko ki police. So then... But can Dawn be arrested? 
Tomorrow Arnab is going to invite oh, the dog. Don, no, Don can be arrested. Can a dog be arrested? That's interesting. Actually, अरे उसको arrest तो किया? आप bloody parrot got arrested या? What are you talking about? हाँ, correct. A parrot got arrested? No, no, that parrot wasn't arrested. That he gave out the murder, the details of the murder. A parrot got arrested because he was abused. It was abusing. When? <laughs> it happened like what two okay, weeks back. Fine. I'm sorry. This parrot is deceased. What? It's okay. a dead parrot. Okay. He was arrested for what? Because he was abusing. Gali galos ke raha tha. But all parrots do. So yeah, somebody. Really, not the ones are from good families. Can I just say that you know, a bit of advice for news anchors: do not keep parrots as pets, because <laughs> if they go to another channel, God knows what they're going to tell. Then they'll sing. Okay, yeah, I found the report. It says the parrot parrot summoned by police for hurling obscenities at at woman. <laughs> That happened. The yes. parrot was summoned by the police. After I rest my case. In India, you don't need to cook up stories. <laughs> but the real stories are too funny. That's what I'm saying. Owner yeah. of the pet. Owner of, not the, the parrot. But the parrot was also summoned. Yeah. <laughs> Why you summon the pet or the police? Station? Achha, yeah. Talking about parrots, can I tell a joke about Gyani Zail Singh? Okay, fine. Gyani Zail Singh was invited to Chandigarh by the Anthropological Society, and uh, so he got up to give a speech, and so he says, "Achha, ठीक है." डार्विन ने कहा दैट वी ऑल कम फ्रॉम एप्स तो मैं पूछना चाहना कि तोता कितों आया एंड ही इज राइट एंड ही इज राइट मधु एंड तोता कितों आया नॉट फ्रॉम एन एप पता नहीं जी मैं बस ये कह सकता वन ऑफ द थिंग दैट द डेली टाइम्स हैज कैरी टू ग्लोइंग रिव्यूज ऑफ बाबा जीज Uh, MSG film that it's so amazing. I'd like to know what was the contract. Package kya tha? No, the thing is that package kya tha? How many people still read the Delhi Times and people say, "Tu bol raha hai, tu ne to padha." Bhai, main to padta hu, kyunki wo mera job hai. But is it possible that you can carry a report like that and still retain credibility? If that is possible in this country, Tota being summoned to bhot choti moti baat hai. No, but Delhi Times has under the masthead. It clearly says that you know these are advertorials. So. Every story is paid for. मतलब yeah. every each and every. That whole thing is an advertorial. If I want to, if I'm an upcoming Because star, I want to. Because I think in the caravan piece, I think uh, Mr. Jai, I forget which of the Jans, which of the two Jans, Kane or Abel, I can't remember. But you know, he he said, he said that um, when we started, you know, asking people for money. For putting their stories in these editorials, then we realized why should we carry stories that we do? Because then we're losing out on money. So might as well just do all of it. So take that makes hey, perfect yes, business yes. sense. Yes. What do you mean? So they're not. They don't. The you Delhi know, Times. There is no. They don't work hard. None of them is a report. Making story. Uh, not making stories. Up. They don't work hard on writing stories for Delhi Times because whatever space that their stories take, they're losing money on it. So every is that what Delhi journalism time. is? This is what he said. In Delhi, disgusting. Delhi, Delhi Times is not journalism. Yeah, that's so. Let's establish that first. But so, Madhu, you were absolutely right. If I can just add, you said I think four years ago you're the first person to say that. That uh, this is disgusting. What we need Jan is doing, but everyone's going to follow it. And if you look at it, HT City is exactly like that. And if you're going to criticize Daily Times, I'm sure HT City. All I don't know what under their masthead they write, but their stories are go, also. I don't think they go to that extreme. Not that it matters because it's a grey area. But the, because once one time, Sharam utar gayi, to utar gayi. As the, as uh, Anand said, you can't be a little bit pregnant. Yeah, but no, but this is a little bit pregnant because That's they don't. That's not my quote. I think they don't else. go as far as to cover a funeral story and milk it for BMW that the body was carried in. Ah, that was true. They haven't gone that yeah, far. But maybe they haven't yeah, mastered the. craft yet but we don't have to worry about that because you know we depend on you the listener so please click on i pay to keep news free pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and public interest stories are done when corporations pay corporations are served and corporation interest stories are done therefore you must pay to keep independent media independent if you don't like us pay someone else but definitely get involved and we will leave you now with not one song but three songs so it's going to be a medley because today is not any ordinary day special day it is narendra modi's birthday so will everybody wish narendra modi please happy, happy birthday. birthday mr prime minister you didn't invent the short sleeve kurta as you were claiming in an interview happy birthday yeah. sorry should i just find up with that little story about narendra modi when i his interview saying that mujhe kapde dhone padte the that's why that. i started doing I, a short sleeve kurta i forgot to wear uh, 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 that, that was the yeah. first interview the modi kurta yeah. but if you've ever been to any gurdwara especially harmandar sahib 
they've been wearing short sleeve and even sleeveless kurtas the men there forever so you didn't really invent it but anyway it's your well, birthday so yes you invented it you invented everything you invented lines you invented marriage and you invented everything okay happy birthday <laughs> बार बार दिन ये आए बार बार दिल ये गाए तू जिए हजारों साल ये मेरी है आरजू हैप्पी बर्थडे टू यू हैप्पी बर्थडे टू यू हम भी अगर बच्चे होते हम भी अगर बच्चे होते नाम हमारा होता गबलू बबलू खान को मिलते लड्डू और दुनिया कहती हैप्पी बर्थडे टू यू हैप्पी बर्थडे टू यू हैप्पी बर्थडे नरेंद्र जी Happy birthday Narendra Modi ji Catch all new episodes of NL Hafta on newsroundry.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook